All right, we're on episode three here. This is the Contractor Soapbox podcast. Uh, try to make this probably quick. Got a couple things going on at the house here, and it is late Tuesday night, and I know that we need to get this out on uh, Wednesday. So, don't really know what to talk about yet, but we're going to shoot from the hip here and see what happens. Again, this is Robert Tidwell. Uh, I host the Contractor Soapbox podcast. This is our third episode, and we'll just uh, see how this goes. But again, I own Midden Landscape and Design along with my wife, Vicki. She handles mostly the office stuff, the bookkeeping, the scheduling, uh, taking care of emails, the invoicing, things like that. A lot of things that I don't want to do. Bookkeeping, first off, payroll, don't like that either. Even though it is much easier, we actually use Gusto Payroll uh, software online or the the services that they have. But I've tried it once, and that was before we had Gusto, and that's something that I definitely didn't enjoy, definitely confused me. Um, So... She takes care of that as well as keeping track of time on the guys and seeing what they're doing. So, uh, I guess we can talk about actually working on your business and not in your business. Uh, We do own a strictly install business, so we just do patios, retaining walls, sod installations, you know, grading work landscape installations, things like that. So we don't, we don't, um, we don't mow, we don't do fertilizer. Uh, we do bed cleanup, actually, which is kind of on the maintenance side. But we do have a couple customers, mainly one really, that we do the, the bed cleanup for, and that's what we call it. So we blow out their beds, cut down the, the ornamental grasses, hostas, perennials, things like that. And um, a lot of times what we'll end up doing, certainly in the spring, is coming back and doing mulch. But we do do install primarily. With that, uh, I will say, you know, it's not as systematized as mowing. Mowing can be very systematized. And and having a system to try and work on your business and not in your business is definitely the way to go. Now, if you have good enough employees and and a great team that works with you and for you... uh, you don't have to be out there all the time. So, for example, I've always enjoyed working in this field. I've always enjoyed being out in the in the field working, putting in the patios, putting in the landscaping, all that sort of stuff, you know, using the heavy machinery because, I mean, really, let's be honest, it, they're toys for most of us. They're, they're great to have. Uh, they definitely cut down on labor, certainly manual labor, but it does help having the equipment as well because you don't have to hire as many people because piece of equipment, so we've got a T66 Bobcat, it's going to do a whole lot more work than you know one guy can do in a day or even a year usually. You know, Certainly in the area that we're in, we have a lot of clay. Some of our areas do have sand, but we do have a lot of clay. Digging in dry clay or wet clay is very difficult. That being said, the wet clay, uh, we do have tracks. We used to have a, a machine that was a wheeled unit. It was an older New Holland, and trying to get that through wet clay is, is definitely no fun. So we do have tracks now on the on the T66. But anyways, uh, working on your business, not in your business. So 
this year I expected to be on the field quite a bit. We had Matt who came back. He's worked for us for, geez, I think since 2017, 2018, something like that. Um, and then we had Scott that came back as well. Uh, and that's that's who we, those, those two are the ones that we wanted to come back, you know. We, we anticipated them coming back. We wanted them to come back. Um, both of them are good hard workers. Matt has a ton of knowledge in this work, in this line of work, in this industry. Um, and he, he's a hard worker and, you know, he's a great guy. Uh, Scott, on the other hand, does not have a ton of experience in it, but he does want to learn. He does want to see how all of this gets built, and he enjoys doing this. Um, and actually, Scott pretty much ran our mowing routes for the most part of last year, but then this year he is obviously not doing that, and he did not enjoy the mowing routes. He said that he'd rather be on projects anytime last year, um, but he actually came from a, uh, a factory job and came in to this position with us, and he's doing a great job. He just has a, a lot to learn. He knows that, and he's always he's always watching and always learning. And then there's some things where he kind of has knowledge from other other areas where he can help out. Uh, for example, today uh, I had to uh, stay in the office for a little bit before I went out to the field, and he was working on the the landscape lighting. Um, it wasn't turning on for some reason. He had to figure it out, and, and he does have knowledge from that um, from just personal experience of dealing with electrical and everything. Matt, on the other hand, electricity is not his thing, and, and that's completely fine because there's many other things that that he can do over us. All right, had to take a quick break there, but I'm back. So, where was I? Okay, so I got a little off topic again, but work on your business, not in your business. So, working on your business means you're not having to constantly be in the field and doing something out there while you've got other employees that can be doing so. Now, I still do that. I still work in the business, definitely. Um, <clears throat> but I do, this year has definitely gone different. Like I said, we had Madden Scott come back. Um, we ended up hiring another guy at the beginning of the year. His name was Lane. Uh, he... He's doing a really good job. Um, and then we knew that we were going to hire a part-time guy. It's actually Matt's son. Um, he's a high school kid. So he, he only worked for us for like six weeks, I think it was. Then he had football coming up. So he had to start before school started. He had to stop before school started back up. Because football apparently starts really early in the summer before school starts and all the practices and everything like that. So anyways, um, we had him as well. Then we ended up hiring a guy just out of high school as well, uh, right as he graduated before he turned 18. Actually, three days before he turned 18, he ended up, he started working for us here. Um, I will say he, he does a really good job. Uh, he's got no real experience with this. He grew up on a farm, however, and... Um, you know, his, his second day, Matt gave him a wall to build, obviously with some some direction. But, I, I mean, he, he laid that wall, and it was level, it was square, it was plumb. It was it was really nice, you know, to, to see somebody come in. And he had looked some stuff up before he even started the job on how this all works and 
how the installations work of things. So he he's a he works really well, and he's got a really good work ethic, which is a little surprising to me to see because you know we've had a lot of guys come through here, and they have about zero work ethic. It seems like. So, anyways, um, we ended up with those guys. Blake left oh about two weeks ago. I think it was was his last week, maybe three weeks ago now, and. Uh, Anyways, what I've been doing is less in the field and more in the office and and working on estimates, meeting with having appointments to have estimates for, for potential clients, and just working on advertising things that we can improve within the business, um, and then just having time to look over numbers and everything like that. Because you should, you should definitely know your numbers and where things are going. Because if you look back on it at the end of the year after it's all done with, which we have done, got us in trouble, um, then you can definitely get yourself in trouble. So, anyways, I guess the point of, of what I'm saying here is try to get to that point where you are just working on your business. Now, if you really just want to be a solo operator and be out in the field constantly, then go ahead and do that. But for me and Vicky, and we just feel that I should, I don't need to be out in the field constantly. Certainly when we have guys that can do the job and get it done right. Um, and, and we trust Matt to be out there all the time. There's other things that I can be doing to, um, make the business better, get things moving along a little bit better, and uh, find more efficient ways to get things done as well. And then, you know, also, me being out there, you have to think as a business owner, your time is worth a little more than than uh, the employee, certainly than your lowest employee, but, you know, your time is worth more there because you have to write the estimates. You you have more skill than just putting in the the patios or the sod, you know. So, and then there may be some areas where you you don't have that experience, but you can hire somebody to do so. And again, you know, you work on the business to find that. If you want to get into irrigation, then find somebody that knows irrigation. You don't have to know it. It is good to know some parts of it, but to be an expertise at it you don't have to be um just if you can find somebody trustworthy that can do it for you then hire them if that's an area that you want to get into so and then there there's other ways to to have systems i again like i said having mowing routes and lawn care and everything like that systems are great you should have a system for that you know we had a whole system written out pretty much for how things should go when you get up to a mowing site um, and same thing for lawn care so the fertilizer and everything the aerations all that sort of stuff but with the paver patios I know each one is a little bit different but there is a basic installation process to each one or to to all of them you know, you 
you excavate, you put down your woven fabric, you put down your base. If it's clay, you got to put down limestone gravel before you put down your woven fabric. Um, you know, and a lot of that should be written out in the estimate as well, just so the customer sees what you're going to do. You don't want your customer looking at an estimate saying, oh, it's $20,000, but I don't know what they're going to do. We see it actually a lot with other contractors when people do shop around. Um, and and not just with landscape contractors. I've seen it with seawall contractors and everything else as well. But we like to be very detailed with our estimates. And we uh, we like our customers to know. And even on an, when I'm meeting with a customer or a potential customer to go over, you know, if the, whatever they're looking for, whether it be a retaining wall, um, landscaping sod, you know, grading or paver patio, you know, we go over with them what we are going to do, or I go over that with them. And that way they are already informed and, and, and you kind of teach them on how the process goes. You know, the way I see it is I, I would rather have a customer walk away from there knowing how a, a paver patio or retaining wall is properly installed. And even if they don't choose this, they now know, okay, there's a reason why these people cost twenty, thirty thousand dollars when the other guy only costs maybe ten or fifteen or even less sometimes. We've had that happen plenty of times as well. Um and and if they choose to go with that person, that's up to them, obviously. But you know, with us we we like to bring that value to the people and we we will even go over the steps if they have questions while we're building the patios you know or whatever we are doing we will go over the steps with them to say okay well we've already put down the base now we're going to put down the the bedding layer your number nines or whatever it may be called in your area actually in our area it's called h1 course stone um but it's the closest thing we can get to like an ohio number nine so anyways uh we want them to to know what what their project is going to entail so along with that being in the estimate the guys have the estimate they can see the description of what we're doing um and yes they even see the price of it um i don't have a problem with the guys knowing how much we charge honestly sorry short break there again anyways so the estimates so the guys have the estimates they even see the price on there they know what goes into it we go over that all the time they know that if a project's twenty thousand dollars you know the material costs this much it costs this much to for labor um the trucks just running the trucks it costs whatever it may cost you know a hundred bucks a day or whatever it is you know so they have that description there they can see now there are times where you have to have a, a design and they get that as well as well as the customer so anyways with our line of work i guess you could say just being pure installation no lawn maintenance no lawn care you know we don't so much have systems but we do have processes that get followed on each type of job. You know, uh, if you want to lay sod, you you got to bring out the top layer of whatever's there. 
um, whether it be gravel or just weeds, you know, um, <clears throat> you got to grade it back out, all that sort of stuff. The guys know what to do. So in order to work on your business in this type of business or company, you know, where we're just purely install work, you have to, the guys have to be trained. You have to have a couple people that know what they're doing, you know, and you have to trust them. Trust is a big thing because if you don't trust them, then it's not going to, it's not going to work. It won't work because you're always going to be second guessing what they're doing. And I say that from experience because we, we have had employees, um, that have worked here that we did not trust. Um, and really I will say years ago we went to, uh, landscape summit, uh, with Mike Andes and he had told all of us that if you don't trust the employee, then he shouldn't work for you. And, and he was right, really. Um, he, if you don't trust them, then you can't, you can't leave them to what they need to do. So that's all I've really got for today, I guess you could say. Uh, like I said, wasn't really prepared for, for the, uh, for this but I definitely wanted to get something out. Um, I know the editing has not been great. I'm trying to work on that. Like I said before, I am editing this stuff myself. So I'm trying to work on getting that done better and um, <clears throat> not having, um, you know, trying to bring that volume up because I realize as well that it has been uh, low volume, I guess you could say. And I know a lot of you guys would be on equipment or in a loud truck. So it is hard to hear. Anyways, until next Wednesday, that is all for today.